bringing gifts. 97.5-1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, one of our favorite guys here at Mountain West Conference Media Day. Not only does he bring his tarot card readers, uh, but he also brings pineapples and all kinds of goodies. Nick Rolovich, head coach at Hawaii, joining us. How are you, sir? Hey, good. Coach. Uh, good, to, good to be here with you guys. You know, last year uh, – yeah, there we go. There you go. Um, so – the, the gift-giving thing, I usually send out a reminder email to all the coaches. I should have sent one because Gary's new, but uh, we had a little bit of a rough summer, so I didn't get the email out. But Coach Wells didn't bring anything, Yeah. but he shipped. Um, what's the ice cream? Oh, the Aggie ice cream. The Aggie ice cream. Came to Hawaii. It was still frozen. It was great ice cream. Excellent ice cream. So I appreciate him sending that. It, it was it was later, but it was it was it was very. We made a hell of a milkshake with it. What flavor ice cream did he bring? The the, the blue uh, mint chip one. There you go. Yeah, that one. That was awesome. Scotty knows his Aggie ice cream. We actually yeah. have ice cream battles in in the state of Utah. Do you? Yeah. Every, each university does their ice cream. Oh no way! So our guy here, hands went to BYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking yeah. about that earlier. And we've got a creamery up there that's. It's a fantastic creamery. It's a fantastic creamery. Scotty and I go back and forth. He well, says that because Scotty's an, uh, he's a Utah State graduate, and he says that his creamery can outdo our creamery any, any day. So you like that? Well, I, I love that. I'm a mint chip guy anyway, but I thought that was out. For, for going that far, that ice cream was excellent. That, that ice cream went across the ocean. <laughs> and it got, got to me, and it was still, still frozen. It was wonderful. But they're known for their agriculture. They better have good dairy. Yeah, it was good. Is it, that's that's a little bit of a shot. That, uh, no, that's not a shot. I mean, you got a nice PE degree at BYU. I can't I can't argue that. It's so. not PE. It's health science. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, hey, get yeah. it right. Uh, you guys had a good year last year. First winning season since 2010. Yeah. Uh, when did things? When did you feel like things were really starting to click for you? Well, I wasn't sure it was going to click when you guys came and whooped us like that. Um, you know. That was that was an impressive football team you guys had last year. So, but yeah. I was proud of our guys sticking together. You know, we had to come back yeah. through that mess of the middle for us, middle of the schedule, and then, you know, we had to win a few games late and came together as a team, which was really good. But got a nice wake up call versus you guys. So it started what six and one, and then uh, and then dropped four in a row, but then rebounded nicely. What what did you learn yeah. about your team during that stretch? Well, you know, that they loved each other. Yeah. There, there was a you know because you're winning last second at Wyoming, you're last second UNLV, five overtime San Jose. I mean, you, you're winning some crunch time games, and I don't think that happens unless you have a, a, a high level of trust and, 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 and dependability and love for each other on the team. We were talking about some of these eight eight thirty starts and how that affects Utah State or the Mount West Conference teams and how it affects some of the TV negotiations. What are these these kick times and and what does it mean for you? How, how much do they try to work around Hawaii and, and the travel times and kick times for you guys? Uh, no, they don't. I just wish it would come out earlier so we can make travel plans. You know, for the last couple of years, we're we're trying to we're scrambling because a 11 a.m. game or a one o'clock game in, for instance, Logan, Utah, is much different travel for us than a six o'clock game. I mean, that makes a big difference. We can get to a you know, there's a red eye out of Vegas. Can we make that and get home that night? You know, there's so that I don't really have a lot of a big opinion on that whole TV and timing. I just know, you know, we've dealt with different timing, scheduling, travel, and, and so I don't really get into that with with our team. You know, I, I don't know the business end of it, but 
I hope the best decisions are being made for our conference because I think we've got something special going and excited about it. Uh, you uh, you had to essentially build that offensive line on the fly last year, but now you bring everybody back. Is that is that a strength of your team going into yeah. this season? It's definitely a strength of our offense. I mean, because Cole's going to get a lot of attention. The receiver's going to get a lot of attention. We'll go as far as our offensive line wants us to go. And and we've got some some a couple senior leaders that are, to me, very passionate about finishing the, their career off the right way. So I think they will um, attack it at a high level and bring the young kids along. And I think we'll have a plenty of guys who we could depend on getting in the game if we do have injuries or, or need, need a guy to take a role. Coach, I've always thought about if, if I'm a high school player coming out right now and I was being recruited by Hawaii, how I would kind of receive that recruiting trip and, and receive that recruiting effort. Um, kind of walk me through. Like if I'm a recruit and, and you're bringing me out to the islands, what kinds of things do we do? And, and how do I leave that island without saying, yeah, I'm coming here to play football? Well, you, know, you don't get on the plane unless you have a, a real – you know, people ask me that all the time. How do you – you know, guys just take trips. Guys, it's 48 hours. You know, you're getting on a plane at the minimum five hours for a 48-hour trip. You're going to be – I mean, it's not like some glamorous – I mean, it's great when you get there for 48 hours. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like, you know, I'm taking a week vacation in Hawaii, you know. So I, I think there's a little bit of an exaggeration on people just taking the trip just to take it. Um, but we go surfing. You know, we eat. Uh, it's, it's, it's accentuating the things that we have on the island. You know, they're on the beach, in the hotel. They're Snorkeling. surfing. Um, they've done some snorkeling, not much. More the surfing and, and, and uh, canoe has been been a big hit for us. The breakfasts on the beaches are nice, but that's you know that's that's a weekend. That's not how they're really going to live. I'm really going. This is the reality of living here. It's it's you're 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 the most isolated population in the world. Can you handle living on an island? Do you understand that Hawaii will change you more than you will change Hawaii? You're going to have to give before you take in in. In, in, in our in our culture in our society on the island it's, it's just the na- nature of living on an island you're too dependent on everybody you have to treat people right and, and I think all those the main thing I say is you're going to get off that plane you're either going to be excited for the adventure or you're going to be scared to death because it's so different and it's, there's no place like it you know so we look for the kids who we call Magellan mindset, the, the explorers. You know, they're going to be worldly men. Yeah. After being in, in our program, I think a lot what it does for for a lot of the guys who go on missions. You know, you come back with a different mindset. I'm not saying. I think you know, in LDS mission and, and coming to Hawaii for for college are, are are different, but I think there's similar outcomes in, in the maturity of of young men and and just the the exposure to to things they may never even thought of. You, you you have recruited. I mean, Ursua was a kid that uh, originally, uh, you know, that spent time in Utah. I, I believe you signed a, uh, the Abbott kid. That, Abbott, yeah. That, uh, that's Caden on his Hilborn. way. Yep. And yeah. so so Utah's treated you well throughout the years. Yeah. You know, Norm Chow did a nice job recruiting Utah. That's, you know, that's where John came. You know, John had Big Island roots and, uh, you know, a lot of Utah. But um, I think Norm made it somewhat of a priority um, when, when he was there. When, when, when I was at Nevada with uh, – with Brian Polian, you know, we started making Utah um, a little bit of a priority. Um, you know, Gabe Sewell, the Sewells, yeah, that's you know, right. getting in, into that family was good. Alcia Sakona from East. Um, but, it, you know, it's a couple things. High-level football, um, pretty big uh, Polynesian culture there, and 
there's a lot of family connections from, you know, also um, people moving there, just family connections. Well, hey, we appreciate your time as always. Good luck yeah. this season. Thank you. Appreciate Sounds great. Enjoy the pineapple. <laughs> you will do. There you go. Nick Rolovich right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.